All right, tell me if this situation sounds familiar. You go to a party or an event or the dreaded networking conference, and the conversations are all, hey, where are you from? What do you do for a living? Oh, yeah, 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 that's really cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And then you chit-chat for a few minutes, and then one of you manages to make an excuse to just get out of the conversation because it is so dry you feel like you're in the Sahara Desert. You start questioning all of your life decisions up to this point because the experience is literally physically painful. You don't feel like you've made a connection, and frankly, you're pissed because it feels like it was a waste of time. But you keep trying, and you start chatting with someone else. And this person doesn't really excite you either. For some reason, maybe the way that they look or what they're wearing, but their energy is just off. You have extremely low expectations, and frankly, you're looking for an exit before you've even started talking. But the more you speak with them, you realize they're actually incredibly interesting. You discover all these random facts about them that you never would have guessed had you not taken the time to actually get to know them. And because you're having such an incredible conversation, time is flying by. And at the end of it all, you feel as though you have a bond a real connection with this person who just a little while earlier was a complete and total stranger. So what separates these two interactions? What's the difference and how do we replicate the second experience? How can we dig deeper so we can uncover the layers and deepen the connection within ourselves and with each other? But here's the thing. You don't have to make a massive shift to reap the benefits of deeper and more meaningful conversations. It's easier than you think. All it takes are a few tweaks. And trust me, this will work even if you consider yourself to be socially awkward and introverted. All this and more coming up on this week's episode of The Purpose Filter. You're listening to the Purpose Filter Podcast, the show that empowers you to create a life you love. My name is Louie Cathy Zhang, and my mission is to help you, the working professional, regain perspective and discover your purpose so you can make an impact by being your most authentic and badass self. Let's get to it. Well, hello to you. So glad you're tuning in today. The word for this week's episode is layers. Yes, layers like an onion. And if you're thinking, what's up with her voice? You are very, very discerning. Yes, I'm recovering from COVID. So please excuse the raspiness, the stuffiness. After two years, it finally got me. (laughs) So as you know, I've been going to a lot of conferences this year, investing a lot of time, energy, money, so I can be a better person, entrepreneur, podcaster, all in the hopes of helping you get closer to the person you most want to be. And doing that for myself as well, we'll be completely honest. And I came back from my most recent trip, part mastermind, part conference, and the theme was adventure. And to be honest, I wasn't really sure what to expect. So like any event, you get there and there's some nervous energy. There's a lot of people there who you don't know. 
and you kind of stand there looking around for friendly faces. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. And if the organizers are any good, they create opportunities for you to mingle and get to know each other. Luckily, the organizers of this event were really excellent. So we had a ton of events, welcome dinner, goodbye dinner, three meals a day together, boat trips, volunteer events, lectures, what have you, breakout sessions. And each time we are being shuttled from place to place on these 22-seater buses. And I know that it fits 22 people because they would go around and almost tap us on the head like duck, duck, goose. You ever play that game in elementary school? Until they had 22 people. But some would have to sit in this middle row in kind of like a booster or jumper seat where it kind of folds down and swings out and you kind of sit there like you're a little child. But regardless, I had heard that this trip in particular is where people make the most connections. And especially during bus rides, when you're being transported to and from the hotel, to and from your meals, etc. I'm looking at this bus, I'm like, this thing? You're telling me this is going to be the site of these amazing connections that everyone talks about. And we're going to do it in like the 20 minutes that it takes for us to get from here to our next destination. You know, uh, I'm not really sure. And your inner cynic is already talking to you, right? Plus, if you're an introvert, a whole week of socializing with new people just sounds downright exhausting, isn't it? So in the spirit of growth, we soldier on. We give it a try. And so one of the first people that I sat next to was this tall, statuesque woman, someone who you could immediately tell had immense strength. Like this is someone that you do not fuck around with, right? A boss in every sense of the word. And I'm not exactly sure how we landed on the topic, but we started talking about how we both feel the need to be more masculine and not necessarily like men, but like masculine energy and to put up defenses to show the world what we're capable of and how that's been harmful to us in some ways because we're hiding our true nature, that kind of feminine side that everyone has, not just male or female. And we discovered that it was because we both grew up with strong father figures who raised us to have classically more kind of male attributes, right? Stop crying, suck it up, do better, that sort of thing. And she didn't even realize it until recently that her father would actually call her a made up male name. Like if my dad called me Peter instead of my actual name. And we had this beautiful conversation about how to reclaim some of that feminine energy we were missing and how our upbringing made us who we are today for better and for worse. And it was just such like a wonderful discussion. And we get back to the hotel after this bus ride. And I'm like, okay, well, that was amazing. Yeah. Like that, that was pretty awesome. I look down at my watch. How much time has passed by 18 minutes, 18 minutes. And I'm like, this, this can't be right. You know, when you think, okay, that was a one-time thing. There's no way that that's replicable. You know, I just happened to sit next to an extremely self-aware, 
emotionally open and warm-hearted individual who happens to be very similar to me. And it was just a fluke. It probably won't happen again. That's it. It's just kind of one and done, right? But of course, it did happen again and again and again and again. It It was wild, really incredible. I talked with someone whose partner had a near-death experience, four heart attacks, back to back to back to back. They were seriously in debt. They had seemingly no options, and it was a really dark time for them. And they built a company from the ground up because of that situation. And that company just did nine figures last year. Nine figures. Just absolutely incredible. I spoke with someone else who looked and sounded like a meathead jock, very kind of like surfer bro. And in reality is just a big softy who, you know, cries at the sight of mountains and writes poetry for his wife. I I spoke with someone else who shared the pivotal moment in their life that allowed them to escape the slums of a third world country. And now they're here in the U.S., wonderful family, kids, a thriving business, when so many of their friends and family are still stuck back there. And, and I, I tell you, we were in tears at the end of that ferry ride. And again, 20, 25 minutes, you know, I would talk with an investor who wrote one of the, the dummies books, right? You know, like Parenting for Dummies or Surfing for Dummies. And I found out that I don't know, they speak fluent Japanese, even though they're not ethnically Asian at all. And they used to be on welfare. Or another person who is a former heroin addict and used to steal from their family to get their fix and is now an advocate for giving people second chances. It was just so mind-blowing to me. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, that's wonderful that you had that experience. What does this have to do with me? So if you're here to find more meaning in your life, if you want to feel more fulfilled, if you want to become the best version of yourself to make the most out of the time that you have left because you realize that life is short, part of that journey is to make meaningful connections, is to have meaningful conversations. We all want to feel connected. It is a basic, fundamental human need. And it's why things like solitary confinement is a unique type of punishment for prisoners. We are social creatures. Everything gets worse when we're isolated. Our immune system plummets, our mental health tanks. We literally start hallucinating and creating friends out of thin air. You've seen Castaway, right? Where Tom Hanks is stranded on an island and he's got no one, nowhere to be seen for years and years and years. And he, you know, has this volleyball and he loses the volleyball at the end. And he's like, Wilson, Wilson. And he freaks out, right? And you're just like, dude, it's a volleyball. But the attachment that he had to that inanimate object was a replacement for human connection. It is the relationships we have with others that make our lives 
richer. Really leaning in and learning more about someone, their past, their hopes, their dreams, what makes them tick, what makes them them. There's so much we don't know about people, and we all make assumptions about them based on the way they look, the way they dress, how they're acting, that sort of thing. And I know you're also wondering, like, how did these interactions keep happening to you over and over and over again? I've never been part of a, you know, conference that someone comes back and they're just like freaking out because it was so amazing. That is the energy that I hope for you to have anywhere you go. And here's what I learned. It starts with us. It's intimacy. It is the power of vulnerability. It's knowing ourselves well enough to be able to ask the difficult questions and to be able to respond with thoughtful and insightful answers. You want to find your purpose? Well, you have to know who you are, what's important to you, what difference you want to make in the world, what future you want to build for yourself and for your loved ones. You have to be in the mental and emotional space where you're willing to share the scary shit because you're doing the work of healing. You're on the journey of self-discovery, on the journey of growth. And you're not afraid to be authentic. We want raw. We want real. We want emotions and insightful questions with meaningful responses. We want to marvel and wonder and be surprised and delighted or just to feel something, anything besides boredom, right? So how can we get deeper? How can we explore and unfold the layers? How do we allow ourselves to be vulnerable enough to speak authentically, to share our experiences with another human? And how can we expect others to answer these questions if we don't know what our own responses would be? The second part of all of this is relating to others. It's having the curiosity to say, hey, I want to know more about this person and not just where they live or maybe they have kids or a partner, but I really want to get to know them on a deeper, different level. You engage with them on a personal level. And here's the thing. If you ask cookie cutter questions, what do you get? Cookie cutter answers, right? We don't want that. You don't want that, right? Ask better questions and you'll get better answers. What kind of questions do you ask? Okay, well, luckily, here are a few examples that you can incorporate into your next conversation. How did that make you feel? What does that mean to you? And if you listen to episode 37, this question will sound familiar. What gives your life meaning? What drives you? Can you share a moment in your life when you overcame an obstacle? What's the best thing about blank? Insert your job, your family, your life, your hobby, whatever it is. What's a memory that makes you smile each time you think about it? When was the last time you felt like a little kid? What's important to you? Ask questions that make people raise an eyebrow 
pause and say, shit, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that before. That's a really great question. And incidentally, these are questions that we in palliative care and hospice ask on a daily basis. This is what we do. Our expertise is in pain and symptom management and communication, especially difficult conversations. You want to talk about things that matter, like life and death? Well, we're not going to do it by playing it safe, by staying at the surface. We need to have important conversations. And yes, some of those conversations are going to be difficult. But golly, is it so, so worth it. And that is the essence of this episode. Connection and layers diving deeper into who other people are and also showing others not just level one, not just level two, but level three, level 10, level 20, really getting deeper within ourselves. So your action item for this week is just that. Go deeper. When you see an opening, when you feel someone might be receptive to getting a little bit more personal, I want you to give it a shot because really, when was the last time you were truly vulnerable with someone who wasn't in your inner circle? As in, you put your walls down, you let someone peek behind the curtain and just be authentically you. There is an unbridled joy, this childlike bliss in being exactly who you are. And not the worst version of you, but the one who is getting better day by day. The one who is open and loving and happy and resourceful and resilient and excited and ecstatic. And let's face it, you are not going to be everyone's cup of tea. You are a unique and delicious flavor. So own it. You can't expect intimate relationships, whether they're platonic or romantic, to bloom on the basis of fluff. In my culture, we like to call them beer and meat friends, or maybe you can think of them as like food and drink friends. There's no real direct translation, but essentially means acquaintances or people you only hang out with when there's food and drink around. Not true friends, not your ride or die besties. So. Go beyond the surface of food and drink friends and watch what happens. Watch how people respond. And they may not be up for it. And if not, that's okay. But the other takeaway for you is this. Watch who you become when you go deeper. Are you more confident in your ability to communicate and connect with another human? Have you become more emotionally intelligent? and aware of your surroundings? Have you unlocked a deeper level within yourself and reconnected with a part of you that you thought was lost? And again, it doesn't have to be a big, huge thing. Small tweaks can make a massive difference. Give your attention some intention, some purpose, and report back. I want to see how things have changed for you, even if it's a little bit, just by incorporating this little thing. And I'll see you on next week's episode. So there you have it. You've just learned how you can dig 
deeper. You now know how to uncover the layers, deepen the connection within ourselves and with each other so we can live more meaningfully. And if you want to accelerate your own personal growth, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Purpose Filter. So you'll be the first to know when coaching sessions open up and we can work together on helping you go from where you are to where you most want to be. And until then, take care of yourselves and take care of each other.